Yo, y'all, welcome back, 80s, 90s, 2000s Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Corbin, here with the fellas as usual. You got Jamal, you got Leroy, fellas. We halfway through the week. First of all, Happy New Year. And yeah, what's going on? Talk to me. How y'all feeling? Oh, man, it's a happy new year. You know what I'm saying? Cowboys, another victory. We feeling good. Saints on the bubble. Saints on the bubble. We would love to play y'all. Hold on. Hold on. We might get y'all. I don't want to make the playoffs, but I swear to God, if we make the playoffs and upset the Cowboys and lose next round, I will be a happy man, bro. I bet you will. I bet you will. We'll take the Saints. Look like it might be Green Bay, but we in a good mood, baby. Shout out to them Eagles. Y'all got to come Shout out to Jalen Hurts. Shout out to Jalen Hurts. That's all I got to say right now. We love him. We love him, bro. He playing for the boys. Let's go. We're going to smoke on this last week just because we want to disrupt shit. So it is what it is. We we appreciate it. And we appreciate you too, Dalvin Cook. Go ahead and sign up. You know what I'm saying? We getting our old thing back with Lyle Collins. Come on, boy. Woo, it's about that time. Feeling good. Who's Dalvin Cook signed with? Y'all don't live nowhere near, you know what I mean, Washington and Philly like New York. So y'all all the way. We looking like, yeah, we don't care. It's the Dallas. Do your thing. Whatever. I want to ride on, you know, horses. <laughs> Okay. Oh uh, man. Now Dalvin, he's a free agent right now. He just split he just parted ways, I guess, with the Jets and he can sign wherever he wants. I don't think don't there's go, been any news, but don't don't go to Dallas, bro. Go yeah, somewhere. You know we need that. We need man, that. Nah, I know, man. That's why I'm saying don't do it. No, sir. <laughs> Lord, hey, Lord, Dalvin Lord. Cook, don't help them niggas, man. <laughs> don't, don't help them niggas. What's good with y'all though? I y'all I'm I was stuck in traffic, man. My bad, so I don't want to tell that y'all that. Houston life, huh? Traffic. Oh, man, that shit was. I was pissed. I'm a control freak. You know, you can't control traffic. I was like, oh, my fucking God, bro. I want to take this. Man, man, <laughs> listen, man. Let, let's go, man. Let's go. How far you got to go? It's like, shut up, yeah. man. Well, it sounds like Jamar is irritated, so it's a perfect time to let you know of something about something that irritates me goddamn this week something that irritates me is activists crying wolf activists crying wolf thinking they doing something thinking they putting something on blast and this week who else would it be other than boosie boosie badass (laughs) crying wolf against the movie the color purple talking about it's a gay narrative oh they trying to shove it down our mouths and he mad because his he got a gay kid hey hey don't be mad that everything look gay around you because you got a you on high alert because of your baby girl you know switch sides on you but bruh 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 and he might be right you know what i'm saying it's always an agenda out there i can't watch an mtv show without you know them trying to creep in crowbar a little little something something in there you know what i'm saying but in this case, Boosie, did you ever see the original Color Purple? Did you ever see what actually took place? I know a lot of people act like they seen the Color Purple, ain't really watched the whole way through. But, bruh, Sealy and goddamn uh, Suge was getting it on in the original. I know they probably took it another step further in this one. You know, it is wait, 2023. Hold on. Wait, what? wait, they, they was getting it on in the first one? In the first one, Sealy gave, you know, she gave her a little kiss. And she wait. tried to, she, she put the makeup the on her. Right locked up. So they, was, so they was, so they was, so they was scissoring. 
Uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't take it all the way there in the original color purple from the 80s. They just had shared a kiss. She put on the makeup and she tried Sister. to show her her female soft side. But in the new one, you know, they're getting it on. <laughs> and maybe just with Taraji and Fantasia just wasn't your thing, Boosie. You had to walk out. I get it. But this is not the hill to die on, sir. You uh, are an activist crying wolf in this case. And that is just something that irritates me. And this is the 80s, 90s, 2000 Vibes podcast. My name is Lee. Boy, have a nice day. Let's go. Man, I'm going to go see you right now. I ain't going to be like I said, boozy, cut it out. It's like, don't get me wrong. I get it. Maybe the gender, like he said, even the cartoons and the comic book characters is gay. However, man, you, on, didn't wait, wait. Like you, wait, said, you didn't see the first one either, right, Jamar? Because it sounded no, like you didn't I, know I, the real plot no, either. It, Bro, it's a classic. I didn't see the original one a trillion times. Yeah. I, for some reason, I don't know why I missed it. Don't 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 make fun of me. But let me nah, say nah, let nah. me say something, bro. Go ahead. It's as a kid growing up, bro. I didn't believe no, no narrative. I don't. I know everybody's different, bro. I didn't believe no narrative. I didn't want to fuck with. Look, I I can watch a movie with, with gay people, killers, gangsters, bro. And if I didn't want to do that, I didn't want to do I didn't do it. I didn't even come in, bro. So that narrative shit, bro, I think we're starting to take that too. Bro, it's been narratives around since we was kids in movies and TV shows all around the world. We grew up in the hood, bro. There's narratives everywhere. There's bad influences everywhere. That, that's cap, bro. You just got to be strong-minded enough to make your own decisions, period. Yeah, it seemed like he was trying to find a little scapegoat because of his own situation. But like you said, like, we grew up and it was Africa. It was just all flies. That's all it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's on you to do the education and really understand what's going on out here. But I will just reiterate, if you haven't seen The Color Purple, yeah, Silly and Suge, they was a, a little thing. She showed her a, a wild side. She got her out the house. Remember, because she was trapped up under Mr. But you know that's it. It just looked different when you were a kid. Now, if you watch it, you'll understand that part, that scene. So, well, I'm attracted to both women, so I ain't gonna complain. Oh, Taraji and Fantasia, they they probably getting it on in the new one. I heard it was spicy. Look, when the Blu-ray DVD come out, you know the scene's gonna be crazy on that one. Oh Lord, man! Oh yeah, they go have they go remix that. Into somebody who's just as freaky and crazy, but she wasn't talking that freaky, crazy shit. Trina. Uh, Trina called Beyonce the queen of hip-hop, and honestly, social media lost their minds, fellas, because a lot of people felt that, obviously, Trina could have said it for herself. Uh, me, personally, I think, obviously, Trina's dope. I don't know if I would say queen of hip-hop, but one, fellas, do you think Trina should have said that she was the queen of hip-hop? And two, do you have a problem with her saying that Beyonce is? Let me know. No, I can, hey, I can just go ahead and say that this was hate. I think that she was asked the question, which I kind of think is disrespectful to ask a legend like this, who they think the queen of hip hop is, because it's like you looking at the queen and you know how Trina is already. So it's already kind of a dig to ask her a question like that. Uh, In my opinion, I probably would have worded it a little bit different. But the, the real queen is Nicki Minaj. This The queen is Nicki Minaj. She didn't want to say it and give her props. There is really no other answer, especially in this day and time right now. You have... Tim, Tim is an acceptable answer. No, it ain't. Nikki, Nikki got her out of here, bro. I don't know. Let me stop playing. It's, it's a generational thing, I think. Right, but let's be real. I mean, I, Lil Kim is an acceptable. That's an acceptable answer. Nicki Minaj without Kim. 
I will agree. Nick, uh, Little Kim is an acceptable answer. I'll just say that she is not the current queen, that she is a past queen and she was a queen in her time. That's so, um, once you childless, you know, saw whatever, you know, purge game, <laughs> what it is. I don't recognize it. That's not the lady. I'm yeah, she, she is different. I she the queen it. of that dance, though. She is the queen of that dance, though. She out there. That's not fair, bro, because nigga can't help the time she was born and the era she was in, nigga. The iPhone 1 ain't fuck with the iPhone 15. Oh, that's like my point of, that's like saying like Jordan and Kobe, right? Kobe can't help the yeah, time fuck, he was born, but Jordan. he really wanted to be like Jordan. Same thing with Nicky. Michael Jordan. That's all fuck Jordan. Jordan. But Nicky is like, you choose, you chose a template and then you worked your way over. Don't get me wrong. They're all individuals in their own right. Keep they, people to another level, though. But you, but like I said, but you, to take that template, look at Kobe. Most people will never say Kobe's the greatest of all time simply because he took Jordan's template to another level. They give LeBron oh, the credit starting on his own template. They give, you know what I mean, the individuality part. And my lead boy, you know what I mean? You live in L.A. Am I lying? I mean, outside of y'all, obviously, I already know. The fandom in L.A. is crazy, but you know what it is. Most people don't say Kobe's the greatest for that reason. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, some people try to put him in the top three with there's a certain people that have a list of kobe jordan lebron and i just think that's a little bit off but most people do recognize i i I know exactly what you're saying most people recognize jordan before kobe because he's somewhat of a clone now is Nicki minaj i I don't think she's that much of a clone though of lil kim i don't think that i don't think it's quite the same comparison and plus plus, Nicki minaj eclipsed lil kim and Kobe never eclipsed Jordan as far as well, rings. Oh, talk about as far as rings. You know, I yeah. mean, if you say skill, I will say Kobe's up there top skilled, and that's a different list to me as far as greatest and most skilled. Uh, cause shit, you can have Jamal Crawford on a skilled list. You know what I'm saying? Kobe up there with the most skilled. Um, for sure. He, he might be number one on that list. But back to this though. I really think Trina, she just didn't want to say Nicki Minaj. So she took it. She kind of dodged the question. She deflected by saying, oh, a Beyonce, when she rap, she's the queen because there's no way she's the queen of rap. And then I will say, though, I thought this this question took place after Nicki Minaj's recent album. I found out that it actually took place in October. So it wasn't direct hate to Nikki, like, oh, she just dropped her album. I don't want to mention her. I think it was more she was coming off seeing the Beyonce show. She had just went to the concert and it was probably top of mind for her. So what, do do Trina and Nick and Nikki have beef? I'm not I, sure. I, she's the baddest bitch, bro. Like I don't I can't see her just acquiescing to Nikki and they, I don't think they've ever done any tracks together. She's five, denied five, it though. Five, the stop the five star chick remix remember your guy things like that to oh, your point, was... Jamar. I always wondered like who was actually like you know what I mean how cold you were people because think about that with certain guys who was on tracks it was New York rappers I'm like I know they wasn't cool and then you find out later oh they never was in the studio the vocals you know what I mean just was pieced together type of thing so like I think that might have been I don't think there's beef between them per se but yeah the Lee Boys point I've never heard of them necessarily being buddy you know what I mean like how you see Cardi with certain artists or how you see Nikki with certain artists specifically as far as the females yeah that her and Trina that wasn't one but to his point I just feel like saying Beyonce was a cop that was a cop well what do y'all think about Beyonce's rap I like when Beyonce rap what y'all think about Beyonce rap 
it's good, but it's like to say, like, you know what I mean? To say she's any greatest thing ever. That's like, you know what I mean? Saying anybody who's predominantly a singer when they rap is the greatest ever. It's like kind of disrespect to the people who have a whole ball. I, I mean, Chris Brown can rap too. He can, he got some bars, that. but I ain't putting them in the top five. Like, come on. Right. He got the whole <laughs> Like, Beyonce got bars, but. Like, Beyonce ain't dropped has... no rap. He did that, maybe. We could start to talk about it. Like, she can rap, but she doesn't have bars, though. She never said nothing that was like, damn. <laughs> like, not, it's more about her flow. She has the flow, though. Yeah, she never wrote it. Well, well, bro, that's that's kind of like to me when people be putting Andre in the top five, top ten, and, he's, and we still don't got no solo album. We got a flute album. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's dis- that's disrespect. Bro. <laughs> I like him, but yeah, I did. Nah, you can't compare Andre rapping to Beyonce rapping. Come on, bro, that's disrespect, <laughs> man. As far as that comparison, of, yeah, what what is your credentials for us to even put you there? Beyonce right. he, he, he don't got no solo album. And I, I'm an Andre 2000 fan, but so please don't take me that disrespect. But we we got a flu album, my nigga. I still can't get over that shit. God damn! But now, I mean, like like I said, I think it was just a cop out. It was a cop out because she didn't want to. And, and really, Nicki Minaj got Trina's spot, bro. She got Trina's spot as the provocative person that came out after Kim. I mean, that should have been Trina that that hit the national spotlight uh right after Kim. She she well, she was a contender, I will say. And then she comes from the South and Nicki Minaj kind of infiltrated the whole South market. Got with Gucci, got with some of the artists down there. Obviously young money. I think uh, Trina might be salty, bro. Is after Lil Kim you still had Missy and Eve. But I'm but saying as the provocative oh. As the produ- provocative artist, is it Kaya? Like, I don't know. It's not Kaya. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Nicki Minaj kind of stole that lane after Kim left it wide open. Like, it could have been Trina. Trina has some hits, and she is known as, you know, sexy, provocative, hot, bad bitch, all that. Nicki took all that. <laughs> Brother said, bro said, Kaya, that's a reach. You may need to stretch. No, 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 that's just another. I'm just trying to think of the provocative artist uh, during that time. Definitely was not Kaya. She did not take the spot. To go back. Like, like to your point, it's like yeah, you had to be in a certain breath. So like I said, you you can't talk about somebody who we don't recognize multiple rap records by them or like that wasn't their thing. That's why I was like, yeah, all, all in all, I just feel like it would have been okay and acceptable for you to say either Nicki Minaj, Lil Kim. I feel like either of those two answers would have just been most acceptable. Jamar, who's your uh, queen of hip hop? There you go. Yeah, it's easy for that, me. That was yeah, that was easy. That's easy. I wish it could be Lauren Hill, but she ain't did shit. So she don't got time. You gonna say Queen Latifah? Queen Latifah, <laughs> goddamn! I can't accept Lil Kim. I'm sorry. Yeah, she can't be. She can't be the queen to me. I don't think that's, it's close. I think weird. it's Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that's weird. But I'm saying that's, that's the only problem when I even entertain. Somebody said Lil' Yeah, Kim, I'll give you that. I'll put MC Light over a little kitten on plan. Whoa. How Dr. Umar say no disrespect. No disrespect. You yeah, you gotta say to it the, twice. To the sister MC Light. No <laughs> disrespect <the> <laughs> to the sister MC Light. 
I beg your pardon. MC Light, she could have been the queen, man. It was you already know. It's always some other factors at play. But what else we got, fellas? Now I just want to throw this out there and say to y'all listening that we are your friends. We are not the villains. But this next guy is a villain, fellas. We're going to dive into Uncle Murder. Uncle Murder dropped his yearly wrap up um, as usual on January first, but then he proceeded to drop a part two on the second and a part three on January third. He touched on a number of topics, uh, you know what I mean, Carisha, Diddy, everything that went on in the past year. So, fellas, one, have you heard any piece of any of the three? And two, what are you thinking thus far? Because I heard it and it was bananas. Did he do it? Did he drug her? Did he rape her? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't do this shit, Diddy, why you give me the paper? Oh, no. If you didn't do this shit, Diddy, why did he pay her? God. Damn, Diddy, kill Diddy. Man, oh, crazy, 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 shit, crazy. <laughs> I don't think hey, you know, um, on neck right now is his idea. I think that's a poor choice of words. Be honest with you. <laughs> nah, but hey, first off, props to Uncle Murder. I think he's been doing this shit since what you said, 2014. He's been killing yeah. this, took it, snatched it from skills and and been running with it ever since. Um, I think this is one of one of the things I look forward to during this time of year. He did say that he was part of the holidays, just like Mariah, and he ain't gonna never retire. I was rocking with the bars. I'm a I'm an Uncle Murder fan, so I'm gonna already be biased and say I'm gonna like this every year, no matter what, just because uh, I like the way he's one just unadulterated. He's not scared to say anything. Uh, and he doesn't let any type of star power block him from the bars. The bars are always simple, very easily digestible, which I really love. He has a little offbeat thing where it sounds like he be talking. I fuck with that. Um, man, murder. Keep it coming, bro. We love what you did with it this year as far as part one, part two, part three. Oh, I'm speaking for myself. I'm fucking with the way he did it. And uh, if you guys haven't heard it, definitely go check them all out. Part two is there's actual visuals to it. And what he did to Diddy, did he do it? Did he drug her? Did he rape her? If he didn't do this shit, did he? Why did he pay her? God damn. He what's, destroyed what's, my guy. What's, what's Uncle Murder uh, Network, man? <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, he, uh, he up under 50. You know what I'm I'm saying? saying? He's uh, hopefully... I ain't gonna lie to you, but he's been on tour with, with G-Union Company for a while now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Man, I sue the fuck out of Uncle Murder. Man. <laughs> that shit's funny. If it was trash, if it was trash, I wouldn't worry about it. But the fact that the shit good, and it was funny. I was like, nah, son, I gotta get you. I'm still, I'm still puff, my nigga. Like, I still got money, bro. I, I, nah, I can't let you play with me like this. No, That's puff like, should. Puff should get yeah. it. You ain't lying. No, the rest of them is like one or two lines here. Like, that's funny. It's all in the news. But he took the, the he never really did this to any other artist or any other person in the past where he has a half a song just dedicated to one. But uh, yeah, he should get him. The last, per, you know, big black person to be, you know what I mean? He talked about R. Kelly, a good chunk of his rapper. But I feel like with R. Kelly, the difference was we all saw R. Kelly as a legend, but we didn't lord him in the same light as Diddy. Diddy was entrepreneur. Like, some people look at Diddy as, you know what I mean, new hope. Now they're looking like, you know what I mean, cover your ass. Watch your kid's ass. Like, watch nah, your- man, you, nah, you, you got to sue people sometimes. It's like, I'm waiting for Trumborough to, uh, like, say some bullshit on my character. I'm going to sue his broken oh. ass. <laughs> and uh. you think, yeah, think I'm playing, you, listen, you think I'm playing Trumborough? Oh, so yeah, you, you'll, you'll be you'll be sitting what? over some paperwork 
right man, now. You, you, man, take that I, shit I, down right now. Fifty got the money and the power to play with him. The pause, you know what I'm saying? To See, play with big pause. pause, yeah. But he don't. He yeah, but was, he's under the protection. He's under protection of 50. 50 definitely green-lighted this and was like, go in, because I'm going to post it first day. <laughs> they they devised this whole plan. 50 he's definitely he's got his hand in this. Right? He's not saying nothing that we ain't all heard. That's why it's even funny to us, because it ain't like he's saying something. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah, about that. You're like, this nigga seen the same post I seen on the shade room or whatever. You know what I mean? Type right. And that's always what I want to know about his process with this. Does it does do they look back at the end of the year and try to remember everything, or is he just keeping a ledger all year of every because he don't be missing nothing, bro? If you listen to all three parts, he gets super high and just yeah, just get in the zone and just have some homies around. Like, yo, let's go over January, February. Because trust me, there's somebody dedicated online. There's people dedicated online to seeing who Drake is unfollowing and following. Somebody is dedicated to all of the nonsensical events that we all care about as a society man i just uh like i said just shout out to and and we gotta protect uncle murder man because somebody gonna somebody gonna get his ass for for shouting him he he went after goddamn will smith pretty well you know that was kind of crazy what he said about will and jada um but again nothing that we hadn't heard before and uh but the tax stone and joe budden news i hadn't heard it quite like that, as far as that's why he got punched in the face. I never had heard that, so that was that was news to me. Y'all seen it? Uh, y'all seen that Jada peak, uh, Jada uh, selfie? Oh my god! Damn. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did you? Cause look, man, I don't give a fuck. Puerto Rican, that's Puerto Rican poppy right there, bro. What nah, you mean? I don't give a fuck. I, I, I'm, a, I'm team Jada. I believe Jada. I rock with Jada Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. I'm sorry that makes your people mad. I don't fucking well. I believe about Tupac. So when she posted it, I was like, "Come on, Jayla, post it, man." At least put your at least put your wig on, right? No, like, man, I knew they was gonna get her ass, bro. And as soon as I blinked, bro, I'm like, "God damn, bro!" When I see what somebody to her fade, bro. Alopecia, right? I'm saying this got to be a way. She rich, bro. It's got to be ways around that, bro. Man, little alopecia like, ain't never uh, stopped nobody. She doing that for clout, bro. She's getting, she's alopecia out for clout. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm say, Tori Lane is going to jail. I know she can grow hair free if she That's, wants to. It's something she could do. I mean, it's shit was Uncle Murder, bro. Uncle Murder, bro, that shit was funny. That's why you might have to watch this up. Yeah, watch yourself, bro. Yeah, that, that shit was funny as hell, bro. That However, part three just I'm dropped too. Killed it. Dropped part four, preferably before the weekend. We will be in tune. Uh, yeah, we mm-hmm. definitely going in. Well, four part. Yeah, shout out to Uncle Murder. Like he said, some part of the holidays like the riot. But fellas, I want to move on to something Lee Boy you mentioned earlier, and that was Carisha because she was mentioned obviously in the rapper with the Diddy allegations. But we turn into Carisha responding to Joe Budden. Now, to those who don't know, Joe Budden and company, they pretty much were on the podcast saying that. They actually like Carisha's podcast, you know, talking about giving her her props, accolades, and whatnot. But they said that they just feel like she's not consistent enough and things of that nature. Carisha then went to Twitter and said, what you want to say, Jamal? Wasn't it, what, that was in the Twitter space, huh? I thought that was in the Twitter space. You know, I, you know kind of like that. Well, yeah, a video online on Instagram, too, so I've seen it on multiple platforms. So, yeah, it probably was originally from the okay. Twitter space. But, um, yeah, anywho, to my point. Yeah, um, after that, she pretty much said that, you know, yo, I'm 29 and got, you know, all of these guys hating on me on the podcast. And 
pretty much saying, bitch, y'all watch out. So one, do you feel like Joe Budden's comments were hate? And then two, if they weren't, do you feel like Karisha responded correctly? Like, do you feel like there's tension there, fellas? Talk to me. What you think? Man, you're the number one podcaster kind of suck, I, I'm assuming, sometimes. Like, you can't say shit about shit, bro. And I'm, I, I look, man, it's my favorite podcast, so Joe Budden is my favorite podcast, so whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let y'all know that now. So, but, what, but did, what he said, was it necessary? Did he have to say it? No. Let me ask y'all, is, do y'all think there's some truth to what he said? Yeah, I think since this did shit going on, I think the popularity of a show, being that she only dropped like one episode a fucking year, do y'all think it's going, is it, is it over? Do y'all, do well, y'all he said it was over, about? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been seeing. I think you know when when the when it first comes out, and this is for any podcast, especially if you have a celebrity attached, it's gonna be a huge splash, and then it's just gonna die off. You're gonna probably have a couple fans that might really stick around, and I, and I believe that they are constructed that way. They understand that that's gonna happen, and we're just seeing the natural progression of when you have a podcast that's just celebrity driven and guest driven. Once the guests dry up, she can't get you know. How many more crazy guests can you get? That's what I was going to say, <laughs> Jamal, to your point. I feel like it's not only just the Diddy part. I feel like just from the jump, and I don't want to sound like a hater because, like I said, definitely respect what she's doing because making a podcast and getting listeners, as y'all see and hear, is tough. However, yeah, the consistency and even just the shock value from the jump, I feel like that's what it was because for myself, and I don't know if I'm speaking for everybody, when I first started seeing her podcast, it was mainly um, like really salacious clickbait type, you know what I mean, snippets where I was like, oh, I got to go see a full episode. Never did, but it never seemed to be anything where you were just like, oh, okay, she's on here talking about, you know, life building or being a mother or whatever the case is, you know, maybe something like that. So, uh, you know what I mean, time will tell. Nah, she got peed on. She like golden shower. Golden showers, right? Like, that's a crazy admission, bro. If that's what you're into, it's warm from, hey, go for it. Go for it. I, I mean, but just to volunteer information like that and then try to get it out of somebody else, that's crazy. With you. Some of the stuff people say online, I'm like, you couldn't get out of me in hell. But, you know, everybody got their thing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, to me, I think his comments and just the, the conversation in general, and we just talked about old media versus new media, I believe, last on last episode, so go check that out, too. Um, it's, it's that same conversation, but really... You know, I believe Joe Budden gets teed off and pissed off when you just don't see the passion because he's the pie father, right? He loves this pod and shit. You can tell to Dev, I love this pod and shit, which is why this is my second or third podcast I've been on um, ever since, you know, I, I got my foot in the game. I just like to talk the game. And so when you see people that are, you know, having the benefits of revolt and celebrity and guests and they're not really putting the passion into it, I think uh, that is where he steps in and, and gives the critique. And I kind of second that, you know, I, um, I like to see people that get in the game obviously have love for the game but of course there's always going to be people that's going to money grab and that's just also just the reality of the game but she i'm i mean some people i'm sure she had a, a decent show i wouldn't even look at it as a podcast it's just a show to me a youtube show um and so it, it is what it is 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 he hating i would say no i think he's commentating and her reaction is expected she's a city girl I mean, what the what the fuck else she gonna say? She hate these niggas out here. Like that's what she gonna say. So, so I mean, compared to him, I just feel like yeah, for Joe Budden, 
to Karish, if you're out there listening, Joe Budden to me more seems like a fan. And even, you know I mean, somebody like Drake, we see, you know what I mean? Joe Budden scrutinizes somebody like Drake, but Joe Budden is a huge Drake fan. Like, I don't think that's a secret. I don't think that's a surprise. He's never going to, like, that's not, you know, so it is. Man, we just live in society where people don't want to hear He wants you to kiss their ass all the time. Like, you, or you say, can, you or can, say nothing, yeah. Yeah, you can compliment somebody 15 um, weeks straight. The one time you criticize them, that's the one they hear. And that's when they respond. You talking about you being... Like I just time. hate that. You know what? You know what was out of bounds to me is that she tried to make it, you know, a generational thing and also male versus female thing. I think that is just play because it wasn't about that. It was really more just about the past because you don't see him going after uh, Nadeska or people like uh, horrible decisions or other podcasts that really put in the work. Right. Or other uh, media personalities. Um, so it, it wasn't personal to me. And I just hate to see them always make it personal or try to put in an extra narrative. There go with that boosy shit. But um, it seemed like she tried to add in the whole, oh, niggas is hating because that's an easy one to get off on Joe Button because he he do be hating. But sometimes it's, it's constructive it's hating. It's his job. It's his yeah. job. <laughs> but Joe Button, if you're on us, please feel free to do so. Talk about it on there your you podcast. That's the part I don't understand about the free promotion. People can say what they want, but again, I feel like Bro Spoke is a fan, like a real concerned fan. So, that's what it is. All it means is being able to be sensitive. And her show is not me for me. It's not my like her demographic is not. I'm not checking out no police please. But I ain't hating. You know what I'm saying? I know the show does is for who it's for. Do I think it's over? No, but I don't think it's gonna be as popular as it once was. You know, I think she gonna quit though. <laughs> she gonna so? be like, yeah, she gonna be like, this shit ain't making nothing. Especially now with Diddy, she might not have the same machine. And then, you know, once you well, already kind of, but they like to interview people. I can't see her interviewing that many people. Plus, I you know like, what I mean? Like she, thankfully, they kind of did their thing. Like without that, like not to say that she's only, you know, what I mean, where she is. But I think that's a lot of people attribute Carisha. To Diddy, you know, the city goes a lot of that. Whereas Drink Champs, people like DJ EFN and all that, I feel like that's its own brand. Like, I feel like the fact that they're on Revolt is almost an afterthought compared to her. But, um, yeah, they can go, they can leave Revolt. Yeah, I feel like they're their own machine. They can be their own machine. It's, it's a blessing, you know what I mean? These black brothers was able to work together. But unfortunately, if yep, things ain't working in that space, I think they'll be okay. Um, so, Karisha, time will tell. But yeah, Joe Button is definitely a fan. No harm there. And has Joe Budden won any podcasting awards? I'm sure he's won something, but he did also mention that, and I think that could be a little dig too. Something that just it just Not don't sit right when. Yeah, it it just doesn't seem right when Carisha. I don't know if he she won over Joe Budden, but it's it's like come on, man. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I think yeah, I think she, she went over that drink challenge where he got with the band. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Podcast was like. Man, but uh, million dollars worth of game don't drop every week, don't? Huh? No, they don't. But just realistically, from a number standpoint, for Carisha to win, it was like, man, there's a lot of podcasts that just sheer amount. Those included drop way more than you. So it's like, what are we basing it on? Like that's what people were starting to ask. What's the criteria that we basing it on? Your five episodes is really classics. That's that's essentially what we're saying to give you this award. Okay. 
Hope it ain't over for Revolt either. Hopefully, Revolt can, you know, sustain. It's still dope. I mean, that's an outlet. It's an outlet for us. Yeah, this is people's livelihood. Shout out to all y'all over there at Revolt. Like I said, still working. Yeah. A situation like this ain't, you know, cool, but yeah, everybody there for They keep grinding easily, respect new people. Fellas, I want to move on to somebody else who got the podcast game bubbling right now, and that's Dr. Umar, who also was on Joe Budden's podcast as far as, you know, just talking the same conversation. And he went on to talk about DJ Khaled and Eminem. And specifically, he said that Eminem, he feels, has white privilege in the sense where he can come into hip-hop and need to stop allowing people like Eminem and Khaled to come into hip-hop and then be able to take off this cloak of what he called niggotry and go back and, you know, enjoy their privilege. And he pretty much, a lot of people was online saying Umar's bugging. Obviously, a lot of people have been feeling different ways about him for years. But, fellas, I wanted y'all to take, especially because I know y'all big Joe Budden podcast fans. What do you think? Do you think he, you know, any, and what he's saying? Well, look, at first, first off, I thought with your transition game, you was going to say somebody else that's ready to revolt, Dr. Umar. <laughs> you missed that one. No, I'm playing, Mike. Uh, but, you know, you always got the transitions a lot. But now, um, as far as my guy Umar, man, first of all, he's stealing from my guy Tyreek Nasheed with the whole with the whole um, narrative as far as black Americans and or black people, white people get. I don't know. Because before, you know, obviously he's always been Pan-Africanist and everything, but uh, he, he's been stepping into my guy Tyreek's lane just a little bit. So I just wanted to call that out there. But does does he have validity as far as this statement? Um, I think it's asinine a little bit. You know, I mean, this is what we would ex- expect from Umar, right? Um, mm-hmm. He is a quote-unquote race baiter and I, that's not me saying that i think that's just the overall consensus on him and this is on brand with something that he would say but it's just an unnecessary argument to bring race into it because eminem is just not a top mc i don't think anyone actually says that he is and so you're really just trying to bring race into it when it's unnecessary because uh, i don't you know I, I wouldn't i don't think he has that crown anymore in fact just a couple weeks ago i said that he was the most overrated so and i didn't have to bring race. Uh, actually i did bring race to it didn't I? I said because he's white that's why <laughs> but <laughs> so uh let, let me shut my ass up because i'm just being hella hypocritical right now because i definitely brought race to it as well but um you know he's on a much bigger platform than me and he knew that this would get a reaction so i think mine was just a little bit more genuine i would probably choose slightly different words but what you got to say jamar i'm <laughs> There you go. I'm, well, and well, me too. Let me say that too. Let me tell you. Well, I've been listening to Umar. Saying, <laughs> the brother is smart. The brother's charismatic. Am I saying that word right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. He's yes, drawing attention. And I agree with you, boy, man. I like it, it, it go back to saying, saying, man, we, I don't think we ever say when we get in the car, man, turn the Eminem on. Like, ever. You know what I'm saying? I've never said MC with a. I'm tripping. I've never said Eminem is the best rapper. I don't know nobody who has. I heard 50 Cent say it, but of course 50 Cent gonna say it, right? Um, do I respect Eminem? Is Eminem a top 20 rapper? Depends on who you ask, bro. Um, as far as for ca- as far as cat, huh? I said sheesh. Eminem, oh, speak your mind. I'm gonna be honest with you. To me, Eminem is is highly regarded. I I, I rank him much higher than. Y'all, that's why I was like, to me, this is funny. But I will say this. Regardless of where you rank him, here's why, in my opinion, the 
Umar's statement is still asking that, and I love him. Basketball is a white guy. NBA is dominated by black dudes. NFL, I'm pretty sure that probably wasn't invented by no black guy neither. Dominated by black dudes. What are we really saying? Because he said it was about a culture thing. Right, well, so that me, argument just doesn't fall flat because anybody, the regardless of race, could be the best at something. So you, it sucks. It's stupid for him to say because he's white, he can't be the best. No, it's just because he's not the best. <laughs> right. <thank you. laughs> I was just about to say that you can't play Eminem around no with no female. No, no, definitely no, no. not. No, he gonna make that. I kill my mom and shit. No, turn that shit off. <laughs> you turn can't that play shit off. Not about to play him in the club. Mm-mm. You can't play not him in the club, club bro. Nah. You listen you to Eminem on some headphones. Now it's on some headphones in the car by yourself. You gotta watch your back because somebody gonna tap you on your shoulder and snuff you and say Marsh Pit if you if Eminem is being played in the club that you yeah it might be a it might be a shooting in the club that night and not the regular type of shooting like a a school shooting play but uh, no for real Eminem in the headphones in the car by yourself to listen to some bars other than that it's not really getting played in either small settings always judge music by yourself small settings and then group settings. Is not getting any play in small settings or group settings. Pers- I don't think. See, I mean, Eminem was popping around with TRL days. He dominated TRL. VMAs, like that, they might as well should name that shit the Eminem show. Like, right. Yeah, bro. Eminem got yeah. in my top 10. Me personally. No, that's fair. That's why I was like, he yeah. That's- got- I-, I wouldn't put him in my top. I don't think he's in my top 20 either. Skill wise, yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing almost. Not and and I'm not trying to have a parallel exactly with Kobe. If you're saying skills though, Eminem is up there as far as skills, right? But as far as uh, you know, story relatability, you know, um cultural impact, I would say lower and except for in you know, mainstream. Obviously, he has a huge cultural impact in mainstream media, but in black culture, it's a low, very low cultural impact. Other than, hey, there's that funny white boy, just like a Vanilla Ice. He might have a couple more bars, but it, it's not that much different, in my opinion. And I don't want to throw him out here just because I don't know black people who listen to him like the kid in the world. It, you know, I'm in years from now, there's going to be white rappers that we're going to look back and be like, man, they was crushing it. Uh, what's the other one? Macklemore. We're going to look at this period in history, and of course, not as long as Eminem's reign, but yeah, I think that's it. But to Dr. Umar's point overall, like I said, Dr. Umar, I love you. Very smart, very intelligent man. I just think, yeah, you missed with this one. I just they feel like this was like ill-gotten energy where it was like, ah, I'm not following. To be honest with you. I'm going to sit this one out. He had that take. He had that take ready. I'm, I'm uh, curious to see. I didn't see the whole thing. Uh, but Jamar, do you know how he got into it? Did they ask him, or did he just kind of offer that? No, actually, bro, this was a Patreon exclusive episode, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't for some reason I didn't catch this one. And okay, yeah, that's definitely episode. So I'm seeing clips of it, bro. Him and Ish was going back and forth at it, bro. It, it kind of was just brought up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I see what Doctor Umar trying to say, but. Again, like I said, no, I don't think nobody ever said Eminem was the best, other than Fifty Cent. So, and like you said, that's so basically, it's cool. other ways to discredit him other than just his race. Um, yeah, but hey, I will say, Crooked Eyes response though. Did you guys see Crooked Eyes response to this? I did no, not. What he said? So 
so uh dr umar used the word white supreme white supremacy right that he's that he's basically in the conversation and crooked i said you're correct because he's a supreme mc <laughs> <laughs> and and co-sign supremacy by saying, yeah, you're right. I'm a black supreme MC and he's a white supremacy. Oh, get the fuck out of here. They was calling him out for cooning and, and goddamn all this shit and being, you know, he, he gonna back Eminem up no matter what. That's what I like about Joe Budden. He tell the truth where his crooked eye, he can't say nothing bad about Eminem. Same thing with um Royce. Won't say nothing bad about him. And, and he took it so far to say, yeah, because he's white supremacist MC. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Cricket. No, you tough. wrong for that. Not for I rock with Cricket Eye, man. I do that too. Was crazy. Crooked Eye, but yeah. <laughs> we ain't putting the Eminem on. Nah, so he's a white cool. supreme MC, bro. Nah. <laughs> and I love Eminem. Well, fellas, I want to dive into Kanye West because he's another character, obviously, that we know always got people in the news turning heads and whatnot. And um, and his first release uh, since obviously being dropped by Adidas and all that hip hop, whatever you want to call it, the Yeezy Pods, two hundred dollars. It's a shoe that literally folds into the shape of like some. It's a, it's a shoe. I thought it was a sock. Okay, nah, so bro, them, them them kicks, bro. Man, that shit yeah, a sock. Shoes. Nah, nah, that, that shit nah, a you... fucking sock. Hold on, let me, let nah, me go. Nah, nah, it got a sole, bro. It got a little snap sole <laughs> on it. <laughs> My bad, dog. Got, my bad. It got it two popsicle sticks. You, you walking on popsicle sticks, my nigga. What? What you mean? I'm Penguin ass shoes, shoes, bro. But the pointy what toes. Colors of some shoes you could throw in your pocket on the go. Hey, I bet not see another barefoot bitch coming out the club. You better have them pods in the purse. Goddamn, you ain't got cost? no excuse now. Two hundred. That's not. I'm gonna get my girl like, some pods. Where I get eight hundred from? Well, I don't know. Eight no, I sent I sent a um I think I sent you guys a link on a couple of the reseller apps. They are they had I seen them for twenty thousand. I think I was about to say because <laughs> somebody some already yeah. Yeah, I seen it for like eight thousand or twenty thousand, something crazy because it's only three thousand specifically on Stock X, and then I saw it for as high as twenty thousand like Twitter, but like they resell like crazy. You, well, because they're on pre-sale now, so it's, if somebody has a pair in hand, they're gonna get some money. I wish I had a pair in hand right now. Get you think I'm gonna wear them shits? I'm getting them shits off. Somebody gonna pay me ten thousand for some penguin <laughs> for them penguin toes. And you, and can you imagine Jamar stubbing your toe in those? Like you, are you gonna feel the full impact? <laughs> you Man, got shoes on, Mike. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep it a stack, bro. I will wear them hoes around the house. <laughs> nah, <laughs> around the house, so they slip. Them is you. outside shoes. Nah, this is not slippers. Them, Those is them little skinny little baby shoes. I don't know what them shoes is, man. I will wear them around the house. Oh, oh that's it, bro. Yeah, like I will. I will wear them in a place of socks, like around the house. Now that's my thing. Though. I feel I, like because I need... they, it might be too warm to you to wear socks. Yeah, those is the socks, bro. You got, or you might have to have the little baby slip ons that just cover the toes. Them kind of socks, like. <laughs> we gonna have to see. Bro, I, to I'm, I'm, I'm too old. I need ankle support. I don't see how these can fit into my life, my daily. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't walk up the stairs and those can't carry no kids. My ankles gonna be done. Uh, man, I'm just afraid that Yeezy. I mean, I like the website. I don't know if you guys went on it. 
You can actually pre-order them right now for two uh two hundred bucks. It's only three sizes, um. So you would have to fit into it's size men's size ten to thirteen is one size, just like a sock. <laughs> just like a sock for real. I swear. Man, that shit's so, a sock. Nah, that nah, got a soul, bro. <laughs> they got a middle soul. size, a large Wait. size, and small Wait. size. There's only three sizes. If you went under, no, no, no. You in the middle. You in the middle size, five to nine. Yeah, yeah. It's like five to nine, and then one to four. You know what I'm saying? Five to nine, ten to thirteen. Just like socks. You could grab them. They two hundred bucks. But you could also um, grab the 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 album was on there for five bucks. I actually did pre order that. It hasn't shipped yet. So um, the Vultures album. But I will say this is looking. I'm just afraid that Yeezy gonna start looking a little Soldier Boyish without Adidas. Like, please just put the shit out. Please send them out because the album's already supposed to be out. I thought these shoes was out, but they on pre order. Just please come What's through, the- bro. Don't don't make us look at look at you like soldiers. What's <clears throat> them Yeezys that look like Crocs? Oh, the um, the ones that you can slide on. The slip, yeah, the sl- uh, slides, yeah. Not, not the slide. Oh, oh yeah, the one with the crazy holes in them. Yeah, yeah. Bro, for, when they, I never forget when they first came out. How much <laughs> shit people talk, and I swear to God, y'all, for all the shit that people talk, I sure do see a lot of fucking people wearing the fucking shoes. I seen about to just today alone, bro. I seen about ten people with them on. No, you're so a motherfucker. Even that Yeezy, the 700, that was all colorful, that had, like, the orange, you know, I remember people talk trash about that like crazy. Now, you go on StockX right now, it's probably $7,000 to buy that. I, I, got a, I, had a, I got a pair of those, yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I will say this. Yeezys, yeah. I'm not a fan of. I do like certain Yeezys, but, yeah, I'm not putting on these AirPods. I will say, yeah, to Lee Boy's point. Lee Boy's point. I think, yeah, for the chicks leaving the club and different events like that, like, this is good in here, Jamal. Yeah, for you, I think that might be good. I don't know, but fellas, I, yeah, I don't even like wearing socks, so yeah, I wish I would put on a sock shoe blend. You don't like wearing socks? Like, so when you're in the, so when you're around the house, you just be having your toes out and shit? It's my house. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, bro. I'm I got sock. my socks on right now. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sock person, bro. I, I can't yeah. walk my house without no socks, bro. Man, I, I was like, wild as a kid, barefoot. Because my thing was this: I go to the pool, my socks get wet now, what? But my feet, I'm good. They gonna dry. They got. I'm gonna know. Outside, like man, they had a nigga. I never forget, man. A part, a dude. Uh, he was my friend when we was kids. He can't spend a <laughs> night, right? And. <laughs> We were about to get ready to go to bed. This nigga had his shoes and his socks on. I said, my nigga, what you, my nigga, what you doing? Like, take that off. This nigga say, oh, we sleep with our shoes and our socks on in my house. Oh, nigga, you, nigga, clean that shit off, Oh, house, my son. God. <laughs> like, bro, I, said, I told him I might want to be friends with that nigga no more, man. That nigga was weird. <laughs> the fuck you mean you sleep with your shoes and your socks on, my nigga? What? Hey, this this the perfect solution for them. These Yeezy pods. Look, you got yeah, shoes so, and socks on, if, and them bitches if, fold. If, <laughs> bro, I forgot, bro. Name. If you out there somewhere, you listening, bro? These Yeezy, these for you, my nigga. You keep right ass. in your pocket. Look, you always yeah. got your socks and shoes right with you, no matter what. <laughs> but me, I, I'm OCD and I'm kind of a germaphobe. I don't want nothing that was touching the ground like that and just fold them and put them in my pocket. 
That's right. Yeah, right. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's and crazy. She got dirt yeah. on it. Nah, that's, yeah, that's, that's some nasty ass shit. She got on some yeah. socks with some soles. So, man, that nigga, Kanye, you a wild nigga, son. You, you, man. you mad innovative. But son, I'm not wearing no socks with no soles on them, bro. You haven't seen how they look when he wore, he was wearing them around when he was going crazy. Remember, he was wearing like a um tights and them yeah. damn shoes. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. shoes go with with leggings, my nigga. Like I can't wear no skinny <laughs> shoes with my with my fucking jeans. Dog. They look crazy. I'm gonna they be wearing crazy. Nike shorts with some skinny ass sock shoes. That shit look crazy, dog. Gonna <laughs> have some leggings. Man. Man. That shit is some socks. If I see a, a bitch with them hoes on, I'm like, oh man, what the fuck, man? Nah, it's about to be a bunch of dudes with those. Sweating house, but... though, like I said, it's Kanye. Kind of shout out to him. That's smart at that price point. Like I said, the AirPods, and since you're calling them Yeezy Pods, like just putting it in the same price point, people might be like, you know what I mean? Grab the wrong ones by accident, and now you ain't even mad. You like, I thought it was AirPods. They really shoes, but I can throw them in my pocket. Man, I'm oh, like, they gonna man. sell out. I get a new pair of AirPods for $200, my nigga. I can yeah. pay car insurance for $200. I can get a pair of Joy for $200. And some socks. You can get some socks yeah. for all <laughs> for $2 man, and man, throw man, some popsicle ball. sticks on them. You'd be good. That's man, some right? Kanye, oh, dog. <laughs> nah, I'm good on these, dog. If somebody gave me a pair, I'll take them, I guess. But I'll flip them like Lee Boy said. Nah, I'm flipping them. If I can't flip them, then I'll, sell, then I'll wear them around the house. Like now you gotta wear them hoes to church. That's the church <laughs> slides. Hey, I seen a meme today, oh, bro. Man. I seen a meme today about a church meme. The pastor said we're gonna be here till three o'clock. One of the members said you're gonna be in here by your fucking self. <laughs> three he o'clock. tried to pass around that collection. Look, we gonna be in here. We gonna be around. All right, get up and walk out, black people, man. I will say church has been that way shorter since everybody started going live like they was yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you ever visited a white church? Ten o'clock yeah, that, church start. Eleven thirty church over. <laughs> it sometimes it'd be eleven. One hour out. The last thirty minutes is optional. So like after the collection, leave, nobody ever catches the Holy Ghost in there. Nobody falling right. out. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we ain't got time for that shit. Do the Holy Ghost only come to our churches? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. 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 Hey, Tanya. Yeah, Tanya, you give me a pair for free? Uh, uh, when? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll promote them on the pod. Send them. Oh, you know, we need a sponsor. We we do the Yeezys right now. We'll do them. We're not too proud of throwing I kick my feet up on this pod. Look. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, man, but no, I was going to say, like I said, Kanye, like I said, he's a genius. It is what it is. He's been hot, obviously, fellas, since what, circa 2002, three, give or take. So I wanted to go circa 2002. Hip-hop albums, fellas. It was an interesting year in hip-hop, but if you had to narrow it down to one, what is your favorite hip-hop album of 2002, fellas? Talk to me. You want to go first? You know what? I well, I thought it was easy for me looking at the list, and maybe I missed some. But um, Lord willing, is two thousand two, right? Mm, there you go. That's the clips. Yes, sir. Yeah. Happy somebody mentioned that one earlier. I'm liking. I'm liking how this sounds. So Man, you, that you, nah, you already know. I think uh, what's his name? He. No, I Mark, mean, go ahead. 
that was easy for me. Um, just when I seen the list, obviously there are some great albums. Uh, you know, I don't want to list them all too much right now because we'll go through them, especially we'll get through to you guys' picks. But looking at the list, I had a quick when I seen that goddamn album cover. The artwork is stands out to me like a sore thumb. I was just like, <clears throat> Lord willing, man, because the. Really, Pharrell is one of my favorite producers to this day. Pharrell and Kanye are my two favorite producers. And he's actually one of my favorite artists. And he has a stamp all over this album. I think he puts together great albums. And the beats are just impeccable. And this is our real introduction to the clip. So um, I didn't think there was any other choice. And people used to say I looked like Malice back then. So I was always rocking with the clips. <laughs> I was the third clips back then. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's the best album from, from this year. And it's not to me. It's not even fucking close. Mm. I'm going Godson by Nas. What? Man, oh. Come on, bro. No, Godson was fire. Yeah, you're gonna, gonna be pissed off with me. Then, yeah, I'm, wow. I'm not so, mad at that. Godson? I'm not mad at that. I'm just surprised that, the, that these answers from y'all two. Nas album, Hips album. This is beautiful. I want to tell y'all because, of course, this is our personal favorites, right? I want mm. to tell y'all was. What was gonna be my number one, but I changed my mind last second. Can I give y'all that? I'm scared to give y'all that because I don't want to mess up Matt's potential. Nah, go for it. I'm not even gonna say nothing. Go for it. Come home with me from Cameron. That came out oh two. That was gonna be my number one, but I was like, I gotta go with God, son. Because Bro, bro it, 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 that's one mic is from Steel Man. This is the one this is I can uh if heaven was a mile away, uh, made you look, bro. This, to me, this is one of Nas' best uh, bodies of work, bro. To, I, no, I agree to with me, that. This, this was his last great album before he started. I ain't gonna say before he fell off, because when, you, but this is his last great, great, great album before he went on his run and he on now. So that's I'm a Nas hater, and so this was one that I actually did like this. I like Stillmatic and Illmatic. I think obviously all those are very strong. Those are his best three, in my opinion. But Godson is one that I could get on board with. It's just hard for me to ever put him above any Jay Z album, and when they came out in the same year, so I could I just stayed away from what? both of them. So yeah, that gift and the curse. The gift and the curse. It was okay, but that one wasn't one of the best blueprints to me. It's good. It's that real shit, good. That was that was the worst blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm just I'm, I I me. just am never gonna have any Nas project to me over any J project. That's me oh, personally, man. especially in the same year. But like now, you, if said, you say, you Illmatic is better than like um, Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come, yeah, I'll rock with you. Yeah, you you all right? You got that. I wouldn't I wouldn't say Godson is better than Kingdom Come though. <laughs> That's interesting, but I was gonna throw this one out there, fellas. I, I want to say, "Come home with me." Actually, was the first off the top. That's why I was like, "Man, that's easy to me." But yeah. started doing a little more digging. Um, it ain't safe no more. Bust the rhymes out, and the only one I'm gonna throw that one in there, possibly too, is because when I look at forget just the album alone, the wave of what it started for him, as far as like, yeah, you know I mean, like this was a different era of hip hop. Like, I feel like from like 1998 to 2002. Each one of those years had like its own thing in hip hop where it was its own monster. Like that's why like when people talk about the golden era being like the mid nineties, like, yeah, that was cool, but the late nineties into the beginning two thousand it's like yeah, that, that that's my that's my favorite uh that's my favorite time stamp from about nine from about ninety seven to about oh four. Mm -hmm. So you get it. 
Like I said, yeah. so, like, I, like I said, it was between those two. But yeah, Cameron, like I said, come home with me. Right, like I just remember listening to a bunch of the verses. I was a fan of Cameron since like three, five, seven confessions of the fight, all of that stuff. Cousins and uncles who would not put you on. So, and then obviously, like I said, same thing with Busta Rhymes. So mine is a little biased, but it is what it is. We had no, nah. no Eminem show, no the Eminem show. Nah, <laughs> no Eminem show, but that was a decent yeah. album though. I remember well, that one was pretty good. Like y'all said, under construction, Missy. Missy was that year as well, and the construction like, was dope. And I hated, I hated the fact that yeah, when I looked at the Missy album, because I did see, I'm like, man, it's like sometimes I, hate, I wish that we did separate all the time because yeah, with females and hip hop, I feel like it's the same thing with men. There's so many that are great that I feel like they do deserve to have their own separate thing sometimes. Nellyville, so. no Nellyville. It was nah, cool. I, I was, I was. Oh yeah, Nellyville was dope, and I, I also second what you guys said about Come Home with Me. I was, I always been a Cam fan ever since I discovered him, probably you know late '90s. Um, and he was uh that that album was crazy, really like a a coming out party as well. And then um, cause I was was that his first under Rockefeller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was crazy. That whole that whole time was crazy. And then also what um Snoop was doing at the time, he dropped Pay the Cost to Be the Boss. I believe that was coming off uh No Limit, and he was like his coming out party had beautiful with Pharrell. That was crazy as well. So that album, I wouldn't say, you know, was a top album, but definitely, you know, a stamp, um, uh, just a time to remember. Same with Against Against that, a gentleman, Styles P. You know Mm. what? Yeah, that shit was dope. Good time is the the classic of the album. Like I said, that album was hard, but honestly, I feel like it it wasn't that strong. It could have been strong. Lil Wayne, 500 Degrees, nah. That Wayne hadn't quite reached his his prime yet. Yeah, you know, y'all ain't rocking with the evolution though. That Eve and, and Eve, that Jawu, yeah. Last Temptation. Uh, I'm rocking with it. Jawu, Last Temptation was actually hard in that year. And I'm be real with you. It probably should, we should we probably should have threw that up there a little more. But it's like as much as I did enjoy Jawu's music. For me, I'm always a bigger DMX fan. So if there was ever like a situation where for whatever reason you know you couldn't get to, I feel like DMX was like the better version. Well, bro, what, what's the Ja Rule album with the Always on Time with Ashanti? Is that the album before? Is that's that Rule, Pleasure? That's Rule 316. I think that's the album right before that. What about Pleasure is Pain? So you got 98 is Dina Vitavici, then you got Rule 336 is probably like 99 or 2000, something like that. And so then you got Pleasure is Pain got to be 2001. Yeah, that got to be on this, this album, I think, man. Come on, I'm about to. Uh, Jaru, I remember he was oh. dropping back to back to back to back like literally every year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had a little uh, Jaru. Um, just this one, he kind of started falling off to me, to be honest. Right. Pain is pleasure. Pain is love. That's the one with Ashanti on it. Always yeah, on time. What was after that? Yeah, that was after Rule Living it up. Yeah, down, down beach with uh, Charlie Baltimore. Yeah, so yeah, this this is the album with Bobby Brown, the, the, the Bobby Brown song. Uh, Not Bobby. Yeah, Bobby killed that. I'm shit. Not gonna lie, yeah, the video was. <laughs> <laughs> In the helicopter, hey, hey, that was a they was definitely trying to recreate a Diddy moment right there. That looked like a, a Diddy influence. Shout Which out is to no longer Diddy. 
Yeah, nobody we create Diddy moments anymore to further notice until we we do a review. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, if we was doing, if we were all doing a vote and a tally. I believe that Come Home With Me actually might be the number one just because we would all have it in our top three. And we are, we're all kind of all over the place as far as Laura Willen and uh, some of our other picks. So I think Come Home With Me might be the one, man. That can, that was uh, we get a, a, a poll on IG, I can die somewhere. I think it would too just because nice thing. But I will say this. I think especially me, when I say Come Home With Me, I feel like that's possibly Cameron's best album too that it just so happened online. Whereas no Purple clip, Haze? Like Purple Haze, but I don't know. I don't know. But I was gonna I say, feel, with the clips, Lord Willing isn't necessarily my favorite album. Right, like, right, like right. A lot of like I don't know the clips. They 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 had a lot of different like moves. Like I like popular demand. Like I remember when that album came on. Like it was a time of where I was in life. Yeah, I mean I was in like middle high school. So just all depends. I'm not I'm not a biggest clip fan as y'all is, but I understand. Nah, yeah, I just think that first album was crazy. Like. It just it set a different tone for rap and also for uh, obviously. I don't. I don't. I just think the. I just think sometimes it always just is the aura of the first one, and then just the short playlist. What was it? Thirteen tracks or something, and you could just fly through it and listen to it over and over. You know, I just I just remember knowing every single lyric from that and still trying to understand what the fuck um they was talk Pusha was talking about. But Man. that is uh, you know, duck to the fetty gun. Sorry, my love. <laughs> we see it through these eyes. Biz convoy with the wagon on the side. Only big boys keep deuces on the you gotta figure that shit out. <laughs> Cafeteria tables were never the same, man. That was that whole yep. era. Like I said, like you said, lunch table was never the same. He's kissing. We're going to put a poll and see who they pick. But let's take it back a little further in the time, fellas. Six years exactly to 1996. And possibly what some say is the greatest NBA team of all time, 1996. Woo! Hey, 72-10. 72 I love and 9 this argument. Ring, so some's gonna say it's debatable, but, but Jamal, since you say that, who can beat the '96 Bulls? And that question's for everybody. But the, yeah. the Golden State Warrior team that blew a three-one lead to Cleveland can beat them. So just people, people, people think just because they they didn't win that championship that year, that team, bro. I'm a LeBron fan, so I had to deal with them. You know what I'm saying? The the margin of error was so slim, bro. When playing them, and when I mean playing them, defending them, the pressure to make all your shots when you play them, bro, was like extremely high. The fact that Kyrie and LeBron did that is impressive alone, bro. That team can be done. One of those, whatever Shaq and Kobe team you pick, I feel like one of those Shaq and Kobe, that 2000 Lakers team. 2000 Lakers, that's what I got on my list. 2000 yeah, Lakers could beat the them, though. but I'm go ahead. I'm about that OKC team because a lot of people say, well, they blew their 3 1 lead. You know what I mean? You don't think that OKC team could beat them Bulls or what you thinking? Mm, nah. That's let, me, let, me, let me tell you why. Because I think, I don't know, bro. The fact that Westbrook and Durant done a lot of winning together was crazy because I never thought they fit. Like, they styled. They don't fit, bro. I think the 2000 Lakers can beat them. <laughs> 
I think one of those Miami Heat teams with LeBron and Wade can beat them. The 2013 Miami Heat, the one that won. What about the Spurs? Oh, give me the uh, give me the 05 Spurs. That's Robert Horry. That, yeah, the 2013 Heat that won 27 straight games. Remember the uh, the shuffle, the, the shuffle day of that Heat team, mm-hmm. LeBron and it. They can beat them. Um, one of those Laker teams from the eighties can beat them. One of them birds the teams from the eighties can beat them too. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that. Bro, one of them Showtime Laker teams can beat them, bro. One, yeah, I don't think they would have been able to. I think just so. athleticism and the pace of game. I think would have changed. I think it's hard to. It's, it would have been harder for an older team, any team older than them. And I'm not gonna say any, but most of the teams older than them, I don't give a shot at beating. The young, the ones you y'all mentioned, I, I was like, oh, okay, I could agree with some of those possible. The Showtime Lakers, Michael Cooper can stick with Mike. Look, <laughs> Michael Cooper oh, running around with Jordan. Do that, then like right. So if it's an older team, what rules do you play with? Because if you're a team who's in the eighties right, right. or the seventies where niggas was saying, nah, throw the hands, you can't do that in nineteen ninety. Let's, let's go early two thousands rules. Early 2000s rules. Bro, because people always talking about how you going to stop Jordan. Who the fuck going to stop Shaq? That's what look, and that's where my argument starts right there. Early 2000 Lakers, I believe, have the best um, the best chance, chance Shaq of, of squashing the Bulls. Because obviously, Shaq going to stop Shaq. Nobody going to stop Shaq, Lord. man. How did the Pistons beat us? Shaq. We're talking about 2000 Shaq. We're talking about 2000 Shaq. Well, no, but but the Pistons were a good team, though. They had Rasheed Wallace was straight, but but Shaq was Chauncey. Ben Wallace is an undersized man, and Rasheed is not a big. Ben Wallace was huge. That 2004, that 2014 Laker team was a fucking mess. They had no business making it to the finals. Yeah, Carl Malone. Yeah, yeah, Gary (laughs) Payton. But I'm saying from a sheer body standpoint, and I love Ben Wallace. Great Hall of Famer, right? Ben Wallace. Yeah, he was only 6'9". On your side, Shaq was supposed to feast on him for 40 a game, no problem. I ain't gonna agree, lie. agree, a- but but that's why we say in the two thousand Lakers, and this is ninety six Bulls. Because if you go with a different, a earlier Bulls team, then that could be a, a whole different conversation. The ninety one Bulls can't fuck with any of these teams. So, or no, or before that, let's say before that. Yeah. Like um. 80s. But yeah, the eighties Bulls. Obviously, Jordan was there. He didn't win for six, seven years, so it took him some time. So we're talking about prime. The, the primes of the team, Lakers versus Bulls. I think what Shaq has to offer on that damn court cannot be cannot be depleted by anybody from the like nobody can fuck with that. Because one of the biggest glaring weaknesses of those Bulls, and of course that you know speaks to the time they played in this, ain't much shooting on. Was Bill Winnington? No, I was gonna say what what center they gonna have that's really putting in work. They never had a center that was a shot blocker and taking over. Rodman obviously has that uh, has that that role. That's but he's gonna be undersized compared to the Shaq. Jordan is a real cost defensive player. So. Two two thousand Shaq was different, bro. He always been dominant, but for some reason that year, that's the year he won league MVP. And what's scary about that is Kobe wasn't even Kobe. Kobe. Yet. Kobe was just 20? 2021? Yeah. yeah, it's only his third, fourth Man. year. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I, I got a hot take. 
2002 Lakers, the, the three-peat Lakers, the, the Lakers, Kobe and Shaq last championship together, 0-2-0-3-0-1-0-2, Kobe was the best player on that team. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that, I think a lot of people would agree with you, and I think Shaq gets mainly the big accolade because at the end of the day, Shaq was always the finals MVP. But yeah, if you right, look at right. those years, even the years when um, Shaq was like right there, whatever, for MVP, realistically, if Kobe was on his own team with those exact same numbers, regardless of where Shaq was in the league, he would have been in the MVP conversation. I think it was just that at the time to have two guys, you know what I mean, 128, right. like, we're not about to put both of y'all in the MVP conversation. Like, we're not doing that's, that. That's that's when Kobe first kind of trimmed down the fro. Remember that? He was still wearing, he still wearing a leg sleeve. He was looking like me. And then, yeah, next game came back, fade. Yeah, he had a fame. You know, like, man, what's what Kobe on? That's my favorite version of Kobe, bro. That 0-2 Kobe, Kobe, Kobe was on was on one. So I, I'm going to go 2000 Lakers, 2013 Miami Heat, uh, 2017 Wait. Golden State. That's about it. And maybe one of the Showtime. I don't know exactly which Showtime Lakers team, but one of them, I got to find out. I got to figure out what's Yeah, one. they ain't, I mean – to me, that's where, to me, the glaring issue is on the Bulls. If there is an issue, is that center. So if you got a Kareem yep. or you got a Shaq and then you have someone that could thwart magic, obviously Kobe could do something with magic. And then you, you people under, under underestimate Derek Fisher. Derek yeah, Fisher going to be wetting them, <laughs> wetting them Bulls up compared to a Paxson or a B.J. Armstrong. I'm rocking with we'll this. Derek Fisher is going to be an Achilles heel on defense. You got to go. Yeah, I mean, if you got B.J. Armstrong on the court, you'll be all right. Now, or he, no, they had Ron Harper. Oh, okay, yeah, Ron Harper in 96, yeah. I'm about to say, Ron Harper, he sacrificed for the Bulls. Bro, fuck Ron Harper. Man, look, man, I'm not a big Jordan. I don't kiss Jordan's ass like everybody else do. I can give. I I tell people all the time, I am a LeBron, Kobe, nigga, son. I grew up watching LeBron, Kobe, Iverson, T-Mac, uh, Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, D-Wade, like Carmelo. I, I don't give a fuck about my – he made great shoes, bro. I think he can be beat, bro. I'm sorry. No, he can. And, and he and was look, in his career. The, but he also won a lot. And just to, uh, you know, a cherry on top as far as the argument is the coach. You got a more experienced Phil Jackson with the Lakers, right? And I, I believe people under downplay like how much of a effect that had on Jordan's career ride right, was so great because compared to a, a LeBron who has never had a Hall of Fame coach, um, you know, the Lakers also benefit from having that type of ilk on the bench. So I, I really do think the 2000 Lakers with Shaq, Kobe, got there. Who else they had? Rick Fox, uh, Ori. Did that Ori? Coach, though, because to be fair, it's not like Phil Jackson was a Hall of Fame coach before he got with Jordan. So it's like Jordan made you that Hall of Fame coach. Uh, what you gonna call it? Jerry Krause put you he in the, the position to be there. But That's Phil Jackson like, is the common denominator. Bringing it wrong. He's just the common denominator. I'm noticing. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. No, so he is. But I think you he know is. what? My point to to your point. I feel like you got to give like the Kobe and Jordan their credit. When Phil Jackson came to the Knicks, he fucked us. We still ain't recovered. And shout out to Bron. I'm a Man. big Bron fan too. Bron, Bron's the real goat. If you ask me, 
You know what I'm saying? I, I actually have Jordan behind him and then Kobe a little bit later on down the line. But that's what it is. For me. That 2013 Miami Heat team, bro, if they got a steal, my nigga, it, just throw your hands up, bro. Y'all remember that? Him to be what? If they got a steal, bro, don't even attempt to try to chase them down, bro. It's alley oops, uh, fast break, bro. The defense was, they were locking down, bro. That they, they, them Heat teams were underrated, too, bro. No, like, can you I, imagine I, LeBron, I, LeBron Chase yeah. blocking Jordan? Ooh. They gonna you be know, mad. That's why when you said two thousand, that's why I'm happy you said that because even the year two thousand, like when I, that's why I was like, it's gonna be interesting because when you look at 2013 to 2000 versus 1996 to 2000, who's it gonna be easier for to uh, pretty much adjust for pace? I look at the 96 team, it's gonna be much easier just when you think about how many possessions it's gonna be like the game is not gonna run like what we see. It just can't. Dennis Rodman can do all that weird shit to check all you want. He gonna get destroyed. But what do y'all, and that's cool, but I'm saying when the triangles ran a certain way, when referees are calling it a certain way, right? Because, like, I feel like the 2000s, like, that year, hand-checking was still kind of in there, but I feel like it was illegal, but it was, like, people still kind of doing it in there. Because I remember, like, even watching at the parks. That's why I was like, it, all of that is going to play a factor. I do think, yeah, that's a good team, though. 2013. Now, I don't Shaq ragdolling all them niggas, man. Shaq is ragdolling right. everybody. You, you yeah. Get off. They're going to be holding on to his shoulders. Jordan going to be flying to the front row. Bye bye. Most dominant guy ever. There you go. Most dominant force. Shout out to Shaq Diesel, man. And my third favorite player, he up there for me. You go Magic LeBron, probably Shaq right there. That's how I'm rocking. I ain't mad at it. Favorites. Not the best. Michael Jordan, you ain't shit. <laughs> he ain't number five on my favorite six, list, maybe. I'm taking him and Jamal is too, so cut it out. Man, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I take like Kobe first. He was like, never wore Jordan. <laughs> As a Knicks fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, fellas, now nah, we're going to leave the Bulls alone. Because, you know, it's one of those things where you never will know. But one thing we do know, at least the streets are saying, is that ex-NBA player Joe Smith has taken his wife back. Now, to those listening who do not know the story, his wife, as some know, it was an ex-adult film star. She went on to do an, have an OnlyFans, and she pretty much did not tell her husband that she had one. There was a viral video that went you know out where he was distraught. A lot of people felt for him, and now Joe Smith presumably broken the eyes of many, has taken back his wife. So, fellas, number one, do you feel like he was a simp? Is he a fool for taking back his wife? And two, do you think he's broke? Or that this is even a good business move for him? Talk to me. Let me know what y'all think. Hey, but wait, you missed a couple points in there. There's alien baby, baby alien on the uh, bus, right? Man, I, I <laughs> yeah. she, was, she was with a bunch she of... She was motorboating the baby alien and gave Cameron a massage and, and promised some things on Cam. Thing. That's and... a business. Yeah, that's the body rub thing. That's his business. <laughs> she rubbing bodies for uh for money. Like, <laughs> come on. It ain't just on OnlyFans. It's also she's rubbing up people, including a baby alien hey. or alien baby, whoever it they is. They she got a but, masseuse. Uh, Man, uh, before that, she was babysitting dogs and had a moving cup. She, she, she hustling, Miss Joey. Yeah, she, she didn't made her way into all of our lives. And I believe, I still believe this was all contrived and that she was just really trying to bring some attention to her OnlyFans. But that's to be, uh, you know, to be determined. It's just fun. I mean, I think it's just funny. Joe Smith, I, he, 
he don't got no other options clearly or he's just too invested once you get to once you become a man you just become too invested in this one and it's just he can't move on he ain't got what he gonna obviously it couldn't be me i'm saying because it ain't no other explanation because baby aliens because i'm just insane because (laughs) i can get over a chick fast bro They've been like, together 20 years, right? I don't give a damn, son. All them 20 years down the drain. You ever seen that meme? So you just gonna throw what we had down the drain, drain and you see the little kid with the missing teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Washing that oh. shit down the drain? Right. Man, man, fuck. I, look, man. I don't feel... I, got, I know some niggas like that. I don't feel sorry for no nigga who, uh, who keep taking back... Who, Man, if you like what I love with Joe Smith, straight up. Somebody knocking on my fucking door, bro. Go ahead. Nah, but, nah, nah, I don't feel I don't feel sorry. Do with yeah, I don't feel sorry for him. I just think uh this is just his reality and he can't dodge it. He can't get away from it. It's just sad that you see it publicly online and people really I feel like they feel shamed into staying with somebody like this because it has to be some type of outside force that told him to or think for him to think this is right because you doing videos x videos with baby alien that's where it's got to be a line drawn somewhere like well, me, well, you online you back with your wife promising the the day, that you're married would you take your wife back no <laughs> like okay nah it's just a no it's just an easy no but um especially though that it came that it was public you know what i'm saying like okay it's one thing it happened nobody really knows and like i could get we got to get over this in private and work it out that would be one way that you know you could be mature about it i guess probably wouldn't be me cuz i'll just yeah that's just not for me but <laughs> if it went out publicly and it's somebody like the alien guy like Duh, that, that made me look like I ain't shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just because the alien, that would just, that would be, yeah, if he was better than me in some way and like it was respectable and like, okay, I see, no, I, not that that makes it any better, but at least I could understand. But for you to be like snooping, like you were messing with aardvarks and all can they look like animals out here, bro? Jamal, I was gonna ask you too because you said you're a savage. You can get over it. Do you think it matters that it's your wife or not? Really, it's still the same treatment. And do you think it matters that it's baby alien? What about what about the alien? <laughs> you know who Man. I'm talking about, right, Jamar? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, we, 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 no, I'm gonna show you. Smart. Go ahead, keep going, smart. keep going. He's a grown <laughs> Spanish man. He looks like he could I, do I, I, I wouldn't do it. I would give a fuck if he's my wife or not. It seems like it's good for business for them. Oh, like I man. said, the main thing with money, that's that's my only thing too. And to your point, Lebo, when you was like, I don't feel bad for him. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, what 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 really are you mad about? Because it's like you know she did this before, right? She's yeah, that's baby alien. <laughs> oh, seen yeah, this dude? yeah, I did she yeah, did. I did she, she, she yeah, did yeah. a vid with baby alien, bro. But look, so that's the only part that killed it for me, like to the next level. But what I'm noticing though in 2024, this is the year of the get back. We got Joe Smith getting back with his wife. Cardi and Offset, did they? They definitely linked up. Um Scrappy and Erica. Them, Y'all saw they that? Scrappy and Erica back together. Nelly Ashanti. 
And then they had Birdman and Tamar Braxton supposedly got married over the weekend, but I don't know if that happened. But Erica Mena or another Erica? <laughs> no, Erica, his baby mama, Scrappy. Oh, okay. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, they got back. Yeah, they got back. You know, they they partied it up for the New Year's, and it's only right. Joe Smith and Keisha Savess, or I can't remember. Chop. She want us to know her name. She want us to to say it. I don't know it. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. Keisha and uh, Joe Smith, they got to get back together, man. It's the year to get back. 2025. Joe Smith, if you don't take your ass to the big three league, my nigga, how old is he? Right. It don't even matter. Nah, he I ain't gonna lie. He came out like the year before Garnett, right? Yeah, Joe Smith take your ass to the big three. Bro, I don't think he can play no big three right now. Yes, he can. Yes, I'm telling you. Yes, he can, bro. Take your ass to the big three. Ain't no way you should be broke. Go play basketball, nigga. And the big three. Go play basketball. Like what, a hundred and some thousand a season or something? Oh, exactly. Hey, you better partner with somebody on a car wash or something. Joe Smith's car wash. Come on, my nigga. (laughs) To your point, I think that's the the biggest issue too. And like, yeah, to all the athletes and out there, just it's always bad when you see people lose a bunch of money. But in a case like this, it's worse because it's like now in real time, like even just saying that, like, yo, bro was drafted in 1995. Like people don't realize you could be drafted and make, you know, tens of millions like he did. But yeah, life is a long time. Like tens of millions has to last you 30, 40, 50 years. You know what I mean? All that time when you're not playing no more. So that's, that's, you know what I mean? The only thing to this, but yeah, this is sad. I'm beyond, it couldn't be me. I wish the fuck I would. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. No, it's man. This is sad, it's a, no, it's no, it's a, no, it's a choice, bro. It's a, it's a choice. choice. <laughs> he a volunteer. Yeah, ain't no, it ain't. Don't, don't do that. Don't cop. Don't fuck no. You, uh, he got to. Yeah, like he, he could leave. Oh, yeah. He could leave. Yeah, he could leave and just start over. Man, Lord, Lord, Lord. I, go I, be a coach. I, I, he man, could coach some basketball three. somewhere. He definitely could be a coach somewhere. I wouldn't like Come him on, coaching man. my team because honestly, I was never impressed with the game. <laughs> He pissed me off in 2K and NBA Lives when I used them. So it is what it is there, but. Yeah, that was definitely NBA Live 95. Now he was on, yeah, he was on a couple of the, uh, yeah, the Dreamcast Lives. Huh? He was on a couple of those. Man, shout out to Joe Smith, man. Get it together, bro. Jamar don't feel the same. <laughs> Yeah, I don't piss off for no grown ass, like, man. Come on, the deep thinker mode. He just looking pissed off, confused, dazed, the whole type of emotions going nah, through. Nah, man, I, I got interrupted earlier. That pissed me off. I'm going to keep it a snack. <laughs> oh, and I'm knocking on the yeah, door. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't like it. Well, banging all crazy like it's urgent. Like, bro. I'm going to flash out on somebody after this episode. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> Bro, I got boundaries, bro. I said boundaries on people, bro. And when you cross them motherfuckers, you don't, man, you don't hear from me. Fuck that, bro. I let everybody know, man. Look, man, Wednesday, bro, leave me alone. There you go. There you go. Make sure you guys tap in, you know, what we... Uh, well, today Friday, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Pod right. is out. Pod is out. Right. Oh man, we good, but, flow yeah. fellas. Yeah, that's on Joe. Shit. Goddamn Joe Smith. Episode one sixteen in the bag, fellas. Let them know Pause. all your socials and and what you got coming up. All that good stuff.
Man, 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 Lee Boy TV, LeeBoyTV.com, LeonFryerson.com. Right now, we you, we just rocking. We about to get some of this content together. We got some uh, in, in exciting prospects. I've been trying to make some moves with some people in the nostalgia community. And then I've been teasing this documentary that I'll be on in probably a couple months. So uh, just look out for that. And in the meantime, go watch Good Burger too. Shout out to the homies. Keenan, Keenan Thompson, your book is dope, man. I finished it today, man. Shout out to you, man. I just want to say that. There you so, go. Hope they listen. Yep, y'all can follow me as usual at Real Man Corbin on all platforms. Obviously, we got How Did You Miss That every Monday, only on the 80s, 90s, 2000s Vibes Network. Follow us on YouTube, y'all, TikTok, literally every platform. We want y'all to watch us more. Grandma, the kids, there's no reason everybody shouldn't be watching us because it's 2023 and we got to accept everything. You heard it here first. Follow me on Instagram, Matt Jamal Joseph, and sensitive Follow us at Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to us on YouTube, man. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for to the feathers on here who 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 rock with me. We got appreciate y'all. Man. Still here, we still here, yeah, baby. Yeah, because <laughs> the, the other one did. Man, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, man, <laughs> yeah. Big thank bro. y'all. My bad. Yeah. Look, I shouted him out. Wherever you listen to this podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, make sure you hit the five star ratings, comment, share, and it helps us grow. You know what I'm saying? This is eight. Lee Boy. Matt Corbin. Now we out.